Hello, and welcome to the Night Light Tales podcast. This episode covers the short story, The Man from the Road, a story about a man who suddenly appears on a road. He's lost, confused, no clue as to how he got there. He starts to walk and stops suddenly. There's a bonfire in a field nearby. He sees people dancing around this fire. They are performing some kind of ritual. He turns to flee, but he's captured. No chance of escape. He hopes he is only dreaming, because all this seems a bit too real. Let's get started. A fat, yellow, full moon filled the sky. It lit up the world, casting shadows everywhere. But what was that lurking in the shadows? Shapeless things with dark red, shiny eyes. Things that were watching a man as he walked down a road alone. This man ignored the shadow creatures the best he could and tried to figure out where he was and why he was here. He had no idea of how he had come to be on this road in such a dead haunted place. He started to walk forward and something stopped him abruptly. He turned to his left and across a nearby field he saw an explosive fire licking at the starry sky with a hell-filled red tongue. The fire seemed to taste the evil in the night and burn brighter because of it. The man trained his eyes on the fire as if he was drawn to it by some unseen force. And then he saw them. There were people dancing around the fire, circling it, chanting out loud in a ritualistic way. The man moved towards the field ever so carefully to stay out of the shadows and stay in the light. Because whatever lurked in those shadows was creeping up to the edge of the black, waiting for the man to slip into the shadows by mistake. They would have him then, and they needed him, because they lusted for just a taste of his warm, soft, human flesh. The man slipped into a tangle of bushes that were basking in the glow of the moon, careful that he remained in the light but hidden from the fire dancers. The thorns on the bush cut into him, but the man was so consumed by what he was seeing that he didn't even notice the pain or the trickling blood. When this blood fell onto the ground, the earth he was standing on licked it up with a dark, evil greed. The man drew dangerously closer, opening a hole in the bushes that he could easily see through so he could watch the people dance around the hell-filled fire. These people were cloaked in long red robes with their hoods pulled up, faces concealed, hands and bare feet the only thing exposed. Their shadows moved and gyrated, and as the man looked into their shadows, he could see more of those shapeless creatures with the bright red eyes. These creatures moved with the dancers and stayed in the black, never straying from the safety of their dark home. The man stepped back. He had seen enough. Fear had finally given him common sense. He knew he needed to run. He knew he needed to flee. Where to, though, and how quick. When he didn't even know where he was or where he could go to be safe. While he stood there a moment debating, his eyes and face shifted upwards. He noticed that the leaves of the trees above him and around him were singing a mystical chant and moving in time with the dancers. He also noticed that the trees themselves had started to sway and move, just like the leaves connected to them. He looked down and he saw that the plants were dancing and humming as well. He flipped his eyes up to the road and saw the rocks on the gravel road were now bouncing off of each other 
like they were in a mating dance, popping like popcorn. He felt something brush his legs, stepped back from it as the blades of tall grass he was standing in started to move and gyrate. And then he realized that even the dirt on the ground was now responding to this ritualistic chant. Then the dance came to a sudden stop, and the world at large fell into a quiet, eerie silence. The man peered back through the bushes, his eyes alive with curiosity, thorns digging in, blood running free, the ground lapping it up. The people around the fire turned towards something approaching them. The man watched as two robed figures appeared from the shadows holding a long, flat board. It looked like a wooden stretcher, and there was a young woman tied to it, completely naked, not moving. The man from the road was now so entranced by what he was seeing that he didn't realize he had vacated his hiding spot and was now standing in clear sight. One of the road figures turned to face the man from the road. He was the leader of this group, face concealed by the shadow of his hood. There was no agitation in his voice as he pointed to the man from the road. Why are you here? Why have you disturbed our ritual? The leader paused, looked at his evil congregation. Someone bring him to me. He must pay for his disturbance. The man from the road turned to flee, but was grabbed before he could move. He was lifted off his feet and dragged over to the edge of the fire, close enough to feel the flames singe his skin. Please, I mean you no harm. I am but a wanderer of the night, curious as to what you were doing. Please let me leave, and I will tell no one about what I saw here, the man from the road replied as he stared at the leader, who was now looking at him, face still concealed inside the hood. Why do you need to know what we're doing? The leader replied, crimson smells issuing forth from his mouth. This is none of your business, the leader replied, gesturing with his hands to take the man from the road and lay him across a nearby rock. A couple of members of this leader's flock did as requested, and they held the man from the road in place even though he squirmed and screamed, tried to get free. The leader picked up a towel that had something wrapped tight inside of it. He opened the black towel and exposed its contents to the man from the road. The shiny silver blade was about 12 inches long and sharp enough to cut through the toughest of material, bone and muscle, for example. The knife let out a small growl because it was ravenous for death. It was sacrifice time and the blade was hungry for its blood-filled meal. My flock, rejoice! Rejoice for the master! The leader held up the knife as he said this. His followers screamed, We rejoice! The leader gripped the ruby-red handle and positioned the blade across the man's throat. The man from the road woke up on a couch, rolled off onto the floor, and landed on his stomach. He lay there a moment, still scared from the dream, still scared to face the night. When he was sure his fear had passed, he tried to raise up and look across the darkened room, but he couldn't. For some reason, he was too weak to do so. He tried again, but no luck. Then he realized that there was something warm and soft rushing out from an opening across his throat. Blood was pulling up around him, and he was powerless to stop the flow. The end. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. You can find this short story in the Nightlight Tales collection on Amazon. 
And a small sidebar before I close, this short story was inspired by the song The Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. It was also the start to my novel, When the Devil Calls, but I thought it would work better as a short story. That's it for this episode, and remember folks, before I send you on your way, remember this well. It is better to sleep with the lights on at night. There are things that lurk in the darkness, things that lurk underneath the bed, things hiding in the closet, things better left unseen. <laughs>